Hi, Gemma here. Welcome to the Hobby Tassel podcast. It's just me today and I am going to be talking about getting professional pictures taken. First things first, why would you want to have professional photos taken other than them looking nice? <laughs> well, there's several reasons why you would want professional photos. The first is credibility because customers can tell the difference between selfies and professional photos and it can sway customers to purchase with you. So say if you have calligrapher A and calligrapher B uh, with similar options and one of them has professional photos, you are likely to opt for the professional photo calligrapher just because they're deemed to be more professional and you're going to want to spend your money with someone that you trust a bit more because you think they're more professional. The second reason is confidence. So having lovely pictures of me and my work makes me more confident in my offerings and when I'm selling. It, it just makes me feel like a pro essentially. I feel more valid and I know that professional photos shouldn't be the only reason for feeling that way, but it definitely helps. Another reason is that it's great for those that are camera shy. Now, I know this seems counterintuitive, but a professional photographer knows how to put you at ease to take natural, lovely looking shots. So I have used Katie from Moments by Katie Mitchell Photography several times, and she essentially gets me to chat, um, to say words aloud, and she she's magic. <laughs> she somehow manages to capture me looking happy, and it looks very natural and the photographer should know what they're doing essentially. Whereas if you are doing them yourself or you have a friend taking them, you're naturally going to feel more self-conscious, you're going to overthink things and it may feel more forced. Another reason is that it captures an important aspect of your life that you might not get on camera otherwise. So if you're a small business owner, your business is really important to you. And capturing memories of you in your zone will be looked at fondly in the future. So it's just capturing a part of your life, essentially. And that's the reason behind photos. And something I just want to say is that despite being nervous beforehand, I've always found my photo shoot experiences fun. And I am sure it will be the same for you. So if I've convinced you and you decide to get them done, what are the steps to getting professional photos taken? Well, step one is finding a suitable photographer and you can do that through Google searches, networking and recommendations. So what you're looking for in terms of terminology may vary, but branding photography is a term you may want to be using. And you need to think about what's more important for you to capture. Is it your products or is it you? Because product photographers are going to be strong, obviously, photographing your photos, whereas branding photographers or people that are used to taking pictures of people are going to do a better job of capturing you in your business and kind of behind the scenes stuff. So you have to kind of think about what your priority is, whether you really want to capture your photos of your products or whether you want to capture photos of you and showcase you behind the scenes. Now, photography typically isn't cheap and I know the price point can put people off, but I do generally believe that it's a good investment from the reasons I mentioned earlier. But something you can do if you connect with photographers through networking is an exchange of services. So for example, I exchanged my £200 calligraphy course in exchange for a few photos from my friend Katie. And they have every right to say, no, I'm not interested in that exchange. But it's something you can consider if you are on friendly terms with a photographer. 
The next step is to decide on the types of shots that you want. Now, some photographers are great at coming up with ideas, but it's better to be prepared with what you want so that you don't miss your chance to take photos that you could really do with in your business. So I've got some very obvious ones. So me creating calligraphy, um, me interacting with calligraphy supplies, but also me holding a cup of tea, laughing, that is very much me. I'm always drinking tea. So you kind of want to think about some of these shots that you want. With my first photo shoot, Katie definitely did do the legwork in terms of coming up with the types of shots that would work. And then because I loved her services so much, I paid for her to take some more. And that's when I gave more thought as to what types of shots I wanted. So I wanted photos of me working on an email, me working on my computer, me journaling. These sorts of shots are things you want to think about. In terms of preparation beforehand as well, make sure you prepare your materials so that you can get more photos taken in your photo shoot. So say for example, I wanted a picture of me creating envelope, sorry, me creating calligraphy on an envelope. I should have created that envelope in advance and then the photographer can just take a photo of me putting my pen against that envelope so it looks like I'm writing it. Because if I'm writing out that envelope during our session, that's five minutes. That's a long time to be taking photos of one kind of single shot. In terms of location, it depends on the types of photos you want. So I've had most of mine done at home because I kind of wanted more behind the scenes stuff. But I also asked the venue for permission when I wanted to take photos there. Your photographer may also suggest suitable options. In terms of how you look personally, I recommend trying on clothes beforehand because you might like how they look when you're stood up and you feel good, but what do they look like when you're sat down? So for example, for one of my branding photo shoots, I made the mistake of wearing a dress that I felt cute in, but then when I sat down, um, because it was a crossover dress, it kind of puckered up and sat weird and it just wasn't the right dress for photos. So have a think about that in advance as well. And whether you get your hair, makeup and nails done is up to you. I personally have never bothered because I am budget conscious and photography is already an investment. So I didn't want to spend lots of money getting my hair, makeup and nails professionally done. So I did my hair, makeup and nails myself and that did the job. Now let's talk about events. So my speciality is teaching and teaching in-person workshops. So it made sense for me to get photos of me doing a workshop and I felt kind of overwhelmed as to where to start with this. So here is my advice. The key two things is that the venue looks nice and I had enough people there to take photos of. So think about the venue. Does it photograph well? Um, I work with a venue that I love. I love the members of staff there, but the photos don't look great when I take photos there because it's one very similar color palette throughout the whole thing. Whereas for the photo shoot, I found a place where they had an aesthetic look, if you will. So lots of plants and greenery and it was light and it looked, it looked great. So definitely think about the aesthetic of a venue. And then in terms of getting enough people there, I offered my calligraphy workshop at a heavily discounted rate and advertised it as a photo shoot slash workshop. So it was very clear when people bought that this was a discounted ticket rate in exchange for their photos being taken. 
but they also learned calligraphy. So it was kind of a win-win for both of us. And that worked because I got quite a lot of people at my event, which was great for photos. And if you're taking a photo shoot of an actual event, and that's its sole purpose, I definitely think prioritise bums in seats more than profits. I mean, obviously you want to try cover your costs, and I made sure that the ticket price did that. But don't prioritise, you know, bumping up the ticket price so you can get a good profit. Although that's great, usually the most important thing is that you have people there for the photo shoot because you're paying a photographer, you've probably bit them in for that date. You don't want there to be no people there to take photos of. One more point on events is ask people to put their phones away and try to keep plates and cups off tables. So I hosted mine at a coffee shop. So we had to be conscious about when people had finished with their cakes and their drinks because having empty plates and drink cups did not look good in photos. Um, So try to clear them away as much as possible. Um, and yeah, just ask people to kindly put, they've popped them out on the phone. If they've popped them out on the table. Okay, and one last point about events if it's a photo shoot is to really ask people to arrive early. So when I did my photo shoot, I had a couple of stragglers that were about 10 minutes late and the photo shoot was only an hour long. So actually we didn't have very much time at all to take the photos and because people were late, it was even more pushed for time. So really emphasize that people should be arriving early for the event. Okay, so this was just a quick one talking about brand photography. I highly recommend it if you can afford it. I know it is an investment, but in my opinion, it's been worth that investment. And yeah, I'll wrap up now. Candace will be back next week and I'll chat to you guys later. Bye.